Yeah, I like it like that. Like like that. She like it like that. She like it like what? She like it like that. She like it like that. She like it like that. She like it like what? She like it like that. She like it like that. All right, we're back again. It's your boy Abi. I'm here with Anil. What's up, guys? I'm here with Sid. Hey, guys. We're missing one man. We're missing Monarch here. He's sick. He's not feeling too well, so. Uh, we miss you, Monik. Hope to see you soon and you feel better. Um, thank you for listening to our episode three. Um, we've been getting a lot of positive feedback on the hot take segment, so we're probably gonna redo. Uh, we're gonna do another one today, guys. Uh, I got some new hot takes for you guys to to start off. Let's go. You Let's hear. Let's do it. All right. Um, first one. Breakfast food is overrated. Yeah, that's my hot take. I 100% believe there's way too much hype around breakfast food and people love it for sure. I understand why they love it, but I think it's overrated. You think it's overrated? I don't, I don't think so. I disagree. I, I think breakfast food is a perfect comfort food. Perfect comfort food? Yes. Okay, what's comforting about breakfast food? Also, what, what do you classify as breakfast food? Like pancakes, eggs, bacon, all that stuff. Sausage. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. With me, at least... Personally, I love breakfast uh, food. I can have it literally any time of the day. Same. Um, I've never been, I, like I love going for brunches on the weekend. I love trying new like indie uh, breakfast spots anywhere I go. Like that's my favorite thing to do. I look forward to that. So I feel like breakfast is definitely not overrated in my opinion. And uh, so what makes you say that? You're not into Breakfast, like that even includes coffee. Like imagine like a No 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 coffee gets no, 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 no. coffee into this and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. That's why I used it. I used coffee to bring you over to this uh, side. No, 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 that's a terrible argument. Um alright, here's my beef with breakfast. It's basic. Eggs, 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 and eggs. You do your eggs over easy, you do them over hard, you do them sunny side up, you do them scrambled. Then you put them on an English muffin and with a little bit of sauce and everybody gets really excited. Bro, there's so much shit to do though with breakfast. Like eggs, eggs are one thing, but I feel like waffles and chicken, you could do waffles, there's so many. You just, you make two examples and you said the same thing twice. Yeah, but like. That's how unoriginal breakfast is. The thing is. is, waffles and chicken is like such a it's like our own thing and it's waffle alone is a different thing. Yeah, but you had two examples and you used them twice. So I'm just That's giving you other options other than <laughs> eggs. That's Pancakes. It. No, no. Eggs is where I'm starting. Okay. You got your proteins. Yeah. You got your pancakes, your waffles, sure. that kind of stuff. Yeah. All that food, honestly, no beef with it. Nothing at all. But I think it's overrated. That's eggs on top know, of English like, muffins. But like, but like Benny's, doesn't every food so have far. chicken? That's the same argument. Yeah. Every food have chicken. So I don't right, know. but it's done very similar in breakfast food like there's not a lot of like when you I think guess. of breakfast food it's the types of eggs that you make and then you might spice it up you might make a huevos rancheros you might make sure. like a, what did you have at um cafe lander what's that shit called uh shoes yeah whatever that is it has eggs <laughs> in it but it's interesting right so there is different takes on the breakfast thing but as a whole i think people overhype breakfast and there is so much better cuisine options in lunch and dinner 
that far, far exceed the basicness that is breakfast. Have you tried like a good one though? Like, have you went out way to like search for a good breakfast? Yes, I've gone to good brunch places. I've tried traditional breakfast places. Okay, we're talking like a traditional kind of Canadian breakfast here. Yes. My beef isn't with breakfast, but that type of breakfast food, in my opinion, is overrated. And there is variety, but the variety has never blown me away. The way that people talk about it and say that they could eat it for every meal, I just don't see it. I think it's overrated. What's your favorite, like, go-to? My go-to... I love skillets from Dandy's as well. Those are some fire skillets. I like that's healthier, too, I feel like. Um, My go-to is, like, just a traditional, like, with pancakes, eggs. I even sometimes like like really good omelets like ham, uh, western ham- omelets yeah. or the western sandwiches are really really good mm-hmm. so they're fire um, I don't know I, I just like the whole like concept of breakfast I love going for brunches and just like I don't know something about it man um, I've always been a fan I will say the vibe of brunch I never had I had never done brunch prior to moving to Toronto and I've done it once or twice now it's fun it's, it's, fun. it's the brunch itself is a fun it's experience. Comforting, something comforting about it. I don't know what it is. We never had like uh, melts in Waterloo. I had After breakfast food, uh, but I'm talking like the you know like brunch like you go your breakfast, you drink a mimosa, you're all yeah, chilling, it's okay, late. Yeah, okay, kind of, okay, okay, the whole okay. brunch setting yes. as an experience, I think, is a lot of fun. But true. The food that you eat there is a little over. It's not okay. All right. <laughs> no, fair enough. No, fair enough. That, that's I don't know, man. I just always been a fan, and it's like. You know what I... Oh, I know I'm in the minority on this one, by the way. I yeah. know I'm in the minority <laughs> on this one. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I actually enjoy, like, hotel breakfast sometimes. Like, I know people look forward to that. Like, you know, when they're staying, the first thing they wake up early, they'll go get hotel breakfast. You get to make your own waffles. Yeah. Like, or, or that, that was yeah. fire. Or, you remember at Cruise? That breakfast was, like, Yeah, good. yeah. We would wake up so That's early good. just to get that breakfast. It was so good, man. Fruits... Just like there were so many other things to oatmeal, cereal, like just I don't know something about it. It's pretty a lot of fun. Um, on to the next one. Uh, revenge is a great motivator. What do you guys I think? Uh, like I have a personal story. Um, because I remember like uh, last episode I was facing Monik for the for the FIFA game, right? And I won. And this guy, like, he wanted to make sure that he beats me so bad. So we ended up having a beer, um, what's it called? Beer pong. Beer pong competition, which I ended up losing. And he was so serious because, like, the entire game, he wanted to make sure he whooped my ass. He was focused, right? He was focused. It gave him the ultra focus, for sure. I agree. Revenge sometimes, I think most of the time, if it's taken in a healthy way for yourself, is really good for you because you, it makes you focus, gives you that extra edge, gives you that fire under your bum to kind of fucking go out there and do it. And you kind of like eliminate all the distractions because you have this like motive now to like prove someone wrong. It's something about that. Right. And a lot of athletes talk about it too, like Michael Jordan. I don't know if you ever saw that on Netflix. He talks a lot about it that he needed, he would literally find anything small to cling on to to like, be like, oh, you hating on me? Oh my God, I want to prove you wrong. Same thing with Kobe. Talk- yeah. Kobe talked a lot about that whole, the, the whole mama mentality. Like, he would literally find one little thing that would piss him off to like, find that revenge or that use that as motivation to like, win, right? So, I think it's, I would agree with that. What do you think, Anil? Um, revenge, I think, can be a good motivator. I don't think it should be the chief motivator. 
you know, the way that yeah. a lot of those athletes do do it, I could see that because when you're in that mentality playing a sport, that I could see revenge definitely coming into play because sure. you ever get heated when you play a sport, even friendly against someone, and all of a sudden you're just fucking out for them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, like, I could definitely see that in, like, an athletic setting, but outside of, well, honestly, in the majority of times, I feel like it could be a good motivator, but there are so many better motivators that are healthier for yeah. your... It's definitely a healthy lifestyle. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not a healthy thing. Uh, it's definitely toxic in my opinion, but at the same time, I think it just works. It does some. It's very efficient in like getting being successful. People do use it a lot. I mean, um, but I I kind of agree with you a little bit on like it's not a healthy one because you kind of need to be internally motivated to be a healthy healthy motivated instead of using external sources of being motivated a lot more. Right, a good mixer and balance of that is good, but I, I don't know. To a certain extent, it is. It like, is a very like, effective. Obviously, movie. if you let it like overtake you or overpower you, yes, that's, that's where, right. yeah, where exactly. that's where shit goes down. But you know, like if having a little bit of spark is always good. Yeah, it's if, like using yeah. it's like using something that's traditionally negative to fuel you. Yeah. But if you like you said, if you lose yeah. control, you could cause yeah, a lot. Yeah, like of you can like. Um, yeah, like going overboard, kind of like hurting that person or something. Yeah. Like now you're on the wrong, and they can use. It. It's like knowing when to draw the line and stopping it is a good thing, and turning that negative into a positive, and just using that and being happy with that is the line, right? But yeah, I agree. Okay, that was a good one, though. You guys like that one? Oh, yeah, I like that one. Uh, this is gonna be really heated because I know. Uh, okay. I have beef with this one. Yeah, I yeah. Know this. No, Come on, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. Um, you shouldn't get relationship advice from single friends. All right, I'm gonna let you boys go first because like, I I agree put with you that. On the ground. I I agree with that. Like you, it's the same thing. You won't let a homeless man like handle, <laughs> handle your investment, right? Like the same thing. Like you wouldn't be able to relate. You won't let a broke man help you with some financial advice, would you? Um, okay. So here's my take on it. I think to a point. It's true, like a lot of single people are in that mindset that they are very just me, 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 me. And there are things that, obviously there's times they can look out for some red flags that when you're in love, you can kind of like ignore and your friends can catch that. But I feel like if they don't have any old or past relationship experience, mm -hmm. then, and if this person is just like single and they just want, it's the reason being is sometimes when you're going through something, a similar experience, you can tell that person, hey, listen, like, this is what I did and it worked for us, right? That's the advice sometimes a lot of couples need, but what ends up happening is they end up going to a friend that's a single friend and they end up getting advice like, uh, advices that they shouldn't be getting at that moment because it's like a very um, vulnerable part of their relationship or where it could break and, or you can maintain that relationship ends up breaking up because they got an advice that, and they end up following that friend's advice, not their own, uh, what they really should be doing or what they really wanted to do, right? So- yeah, they can't connect with the emotions, right? Yeah. Like, they're logical. At a certain point, but, but yeah. then again, I think it's still, it's still there's, there should be a line, obviously these are not like extreme things. I feel like there's that gray area where like you sometimes are in love and don't know what the hell you're doing and sometimes you ignore, you choose to, ignore red flags mm -hmm. because you're so yeah. in love with that person so that's when you need that 
friend to be honest with you but that kind of, that friend could be like someone who's in a relationship or has a lot of experiences yeah. that are similar experiences as you or what are you going through so my thing with this is like you need a friend who's been through a similar experience to tell you or ask give you good advice instead of someone who's gonna give you advice like hey man fuck it because it's easy to break it it's hard to work it out in my opinion well, I think it all comes down to the friend you're asking and two important words, which are emotional intelligence. Emotional yep. intelligence. You have to ask a single friend who is emotionally intelligent in order to get a decent answer. And somebody who, like you said, has a similar experience yeah. could also be biased by their own experiences and bring that bias to that situation, bring their own baggage yeah. to that conversation wow. and put point. it on them. And all of a sudden, they're trying to work out their issues through yeah. that person. Yeah. That is, in my opinion, more toxic, toxic than somebody who can come at it who is emotionally intelligent, but objectively yeah. can ask the right questions and provide a unbiased opinion okay. yeah. on the scenario. Solid fucking point, Anil. Yeah. Like, I'll give you that. That was pretty good. Um, uh, like you said, emotional intelligence, very big part, right? Like, it could be a person who's single or not single, who's in a relationship. Yes, but I think that because a person who is single is single, they get discredited almost immediately by this thought process, even if they may be emotionally intelligent. You might be robbing them of the opportunity to give you at least yeah. semi-decent or productive advice because you believe that their lack of experience yeah. is a mark against them. Yeah. And in reality, they could ask the right questions to get you thinking and put you on the right path right. that you could figure it out yourself when somebody who's in a relationship might know how they experienced and how they thought through it, and then they might run the same course, or they might have an idea of how they would have done it had it worked out differently, and they might bring that to the table, yeah. as opposed to giving you an, of the ability and asking the right questions to open up yeah. way more options of where yeah. you could go with it, and then guiding you to make ones that aren't aggressively stupid, because let's be real, love makes you stupid. 100%. And I think that... Another thing I want to add to that, I think that was some great points, Anil, by the way. But another thing I want to add to that is that what I really meant by what I was saying earlier, too, it's like you got to give a privilege. This is whatever advice you're getting from someone about your relationship it should be a privilege because it's like you can't just ask anybody. You got to go to someone who's going to be very, very, very honest with you and knows you as a person first. Right. Adding on to like the list of things, emotional intelligence, someone's going to be honest with you someone who has kind of similar experiences but someone who can understand you as a human being like who's known you a lot more and knows what you really need because sometimes your best friends will kind of know like yo you need this in your life and that would be a great person for you yeah. in my opinion right so like maybe like go to keep those privileges for certain people that are going to be truly honest with you and know you truly and know what really is good for you sometimes, right? right? But everything you just said has nothing to do with that person being in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. At all. Fair enough. But but do you agree though sometimes when you haven't been in a relationship, you cannot relate to certain things, right? So like maybe you don't know the magnitude of the, the situation. Maybe you think of it at a bigger level than it actually is. Maybe it was a problem that was made up in that person's head. Maybe it wasn't even true. You know what I mean? So it's like... I feel like sometimes being in shitty relationships give you that patience, uh, increases your patience with bullshit sometimes. I don't know. I, I, I think it's like, it gives you that perspective of what you really like. Sometimes this is what it is and this is how you get out of the situation or 
this is the so I don't know so I think I think that's it's a mix of everything and I think obviously it's not a red line it's like either you have to be like not single for you to give an advice I agree with that on you uh, for that for this take I agree but I feel like you gotta look at multiple things like that what we talked about earlier okay well then let's, let's talk about that then because um, you said the perspective which is true someone not in a long term relationship will not understand how long term relationships go but again if they're emotionally intelligent and if they are able to empathize with the person by knowing them then they might be able to ask questions and understand the scenario from a from a, sorry the situation from a scenario that huh. isn't similar but is just as capable of being productive and if sure. not more productive than yeah. again you with your bias in your previous experience. Yeah. At the same time, people do go to like marriage counseling and all that. Yeah. It's a random person. You don't know that person at all. You don't know yeah. if they're single yeah. or if they're in a relationship. A, but they're asking you those probing questions yeah. for you to point. understand, right? That's a good point. So I see what you're saying as well, yeah. Liam. That's a good like, point. I think that's, that's like what, when you're talking yeah. about it, that's mm-hmm. the only example that I think of like when yeah. people go, right? Sometimes random people give you the best advice, man. Because yeah. like they're, un- they're unbiased and they kind of so that's a really solid point that you brought up. Um, and they can bring other life experiences. Just because you haven't been in a long-term yeah. relationship doesn't yeah. mean the life experience that you've had 100%. does not apply. Yeah. You know what it is? I think it's it's all perspectives, right? Like, it's literally what perspective can you live with and be happy with? It's in, You pick it. And then you, if you can live with that perspective, you can live with that. You know what I mean? It's like that. It's like what brings you happiness at that point. Sometimes someone... Some, and I agree. Sometimes you need that friend who has been saying for a while to wake you up and listen man you're you're being in a really shitty relationship you're missing all these red flags like what are you doing are you stu- like you know what I mean it's like sometimes you become very 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 stupid in love right it's like and then do you realize after you get out of this man like there was like a host a bubble around me that I could not even think now that bubble's popped right so it's yeah. like um I agree you think for me it's Antilia, then yeah. your fucking brain. Like. Or, or just sometimes you just manipulate it in a weird yeah. way, right? Like, there are certain things you get manipulated. Like, it's like expectations. You want to do it right. You want to make sure. You're just, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things like that in there, too. But, yeah, that was pretty good, man. Hey, anyways, we talked a lot about the revenge thing with you and Monik. Yeah. I'm going to have videos of that, by the way. Okay. Yeah. So, that was pretty fun to watch this guy get his leg. You can't win on a pin it off, though. That's what I got. And I think everybody took chances uh, <laughs> in those, <laughs> what are the stickers things off you? Yes. Yeah, we all got to rip some wax strips off of him. It was an uh, interesting bonding experience, for sure. <laughs> and I did of all those. that, so you guys can watch that on our Instagram. I'll put it out there for you guys to, <laughs> to laugh at and Sid, Sid's pain, right? At Sid's, uh, Sid, you, you, you actually had... I feel like you you were in more pain compared to Monik. Like the, yeah, the reactions sure, you were giving me, sure. it's like you were dying compared to Monik, where Monik was like, ouch, and that's it. It fucking hurts, man. Like, it, don't get me wrong, it hurts. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, let's move on to our next segment here, uh, Marvel Talk. Marvel talk. Yeah, so we're going to talk some MCU stuff. So we did this for the first time in the third episode. Yes. We got some good feedback on it. But 
I think that that's real easy to get down a rabbit hole here because the MCU is large and gets infinitely more complicated as we go, and it's real fucking nerdy. So, we're gonna try a new thing. We're gonna throw a five minute timer on, and at the beginning of this five minute timer, Sid's gonna ask some questions, if Ubby has questions, he's gonna ask, and then if we have any time left at the end of the timer, I'm just gonna fill it with some Marvel news because there's always some cool shit going on in the MCU. All right. Alrighty, this like, one's for you nerds. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, right now, like I said, I'm watching it from phase one, phase two, all the, all the phases. Right now, I'm in phase three, third, fourth. Uh, third phase, confirmed from Neil, um, and uh, right after Civil War. Um, my one question that still got trips in my head is different galaxies or different sort of places that they go to, like Asgard and all that, all that stuff. Like that's only relevant, like only, is only brought up during Thor or Guardian of Galaxy. Like I've seen like other movies, like Spider-Man, they don't really go time travel or go to different galaxies. Like, what are those galaxies and what, like, how does that one work? So that kind of mirrors how space works in real life. The idea behind it is it all exists in one universe, right? So in our universe here on planet Earth and what we observe, we don't fully understand what's out there and the universe is constantly expanding. There, in the MCU, their universe has different elements to it that maybe could exist in ours that we had never seen. Mm -hmm. They have space travel, they have Greek they have uh, Norse gods, they have all sorts of crazy crap. But the idea is that there is one planet Earth, and that's where all the other MCU movies take place, and the space that exists for that planet Earth, just like the space that exists here, has, in their universe, Places like nowhere, places like Asgard, random planets, space travel, etc. Are they connected by any, any chance? So they're all held together by one universe. In the same way that we have one planet Earth and one moon, one Saturn, one Jupiter, yeah. it's the same principle that they have one Earth as well, but in their universe as a whole, they might have a Asgard or they will have. Oh, oh I see, I see. That makes sense. Sense. But there's new stuff that's coming out. I know there's a Spider-Man as new show, Hawkeye show. Yeah, so there's quite a bit of new stuff coming out. Um, Hawkeye has been out for four episodes now. Yeah. That was... I've only watched the first two. It's pretty good. It's not very spoilerish. Um, it's very interesting. Hawkeye gets a lot of shit. So, do you know who Hawkeye is, Abby? No, explain. Okay, Hawkeye is... He's a human. He's in the Avengers. Completely normal dude. Okay. Has a family. Is a regular guy. But he uses a bow and arrow. That's pretty much his <laughs> shtick. And he kick, he fights with the Avengers no problem, and he holds his own, but he gets a lot of shit from people in the MCU. He's like, yo, this dude just has a fucking yeah. bow and arrow. <laughs> so, this How's is a show overall. Um, it's, pre it's pretty good. It's interesting. So there is... This show takes place in Phase 4, so there's a lot of spoilerish territory stuff here, post-Endgame, which is the end of Phase 3, so I'm not gonna go into okay. that. This is a very, could be a very stupid question, but um, how do you know watching something that what phase it is? Like, do you just know, or do they tell you? Because I'm not big into this, and obviously this could be a really bad question. But no, like, no, don't worry. There's no stupid <laughs> questions here because this shit's. No, no, I know, but I'm just asking. Like, you, you know, did you right away know that it was phase four, or is there like how do you distinguish to distinguish? There's a capstone to each phase, so. The phase thing came about, I think, around phase two, and the capstone to each phase is like, at the, the Avengers, the first Avengers, yeah. 
that caps off phase one. Uh, the second Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, and then I think it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, that caps off phase two. Okay. And then phase three was end. So it's kind of like just given, like it's been told. Yeah, yeah. Right? it's like, because you have so many movies that tell a story, it's just basically you know. locking them off. Yeah, okay, okay. And then there's one point where right, right, right. that ends the phase. Fair enough. But even on Disney Plus, they actually sorted out that way. Too. Okay. So okay. you know exactly so you kind of what phase Okay, from. cool, cool, yes. cool. So it's been like just, it's clear that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I thought like maybe there's just a way question. like you just enter a whole different world, but that's how I know that's how you know this is for phase four or whatever. Oh, I wish. Oh. I, I, I need you to finish phase three so bad <laughs> because there's so much shit I could say about that comment alone. Okay, but I have okay, to keep okay, my okay. mouth shut. Okay. All right, we'll keep that for the next <laughs> Marvel talk. Um, that was pretty good, man. That was pretty good. I like that. Um, so, obviously, obviously, there's a lot happening, not just with Marvel around the world. Did you guys hear about the the that Riri might be pregnant? Who's a daddy? ASAP Rocky. Is that really? true? Is that true? I don't know. I've heard that it was a myth, but I've also heard that it's true. There's too much conflicting information on this one. My heart, like, I mean, it stopped for a second because I had the biggest crush on Rihanna. And, um, I'm really proud of ASAP. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. The memes that came out of it were hilarious. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, man. Yeah. I saw some really funny memes. Uh, Drake crying face. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, Drake yeah, yeah. apparently said that he... Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, he had the biggest crush on Rihanna ever since 2012 or whatever, right? Like, you know, so uh, I felt his pain a little bit. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> even though it is like not going to happen ever, ever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I hope that's not true. I think she, I read somewhere that she denied it, uh, too. So I'm not too sure. If you guys know, let us know. Uh, what that what the status on that is <laughs> I mean realistically she could be trying to hide it because over COVID I, you ever like notice that over COVID some random stars random artists all of a sudden have a child Ladies, and dude, you really yeah. shit about not it not just celebrities everybody but man I had some like people <laughs> that like I knew friends that just had babies during COVID I'm like what Jesus. the hell is going on you know what I mean so yeah dude that's crazy um, and talking about Rihanna she got an award she's the I forget the name of the word here. It's um, Hero of... Okay, Anil, do you remember that? Do you remember I think that? it's like the National Hero of Barbados or okay. some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It sounds about, about right. So yeah, pretty interesting. And I why, know... Why there? Is she big there? So she's foreign and raised in yeah, Barbados. She and she is oh. very... Have you, have you ever heard her talk? She still has her accent. So she has a, ba- a strong Bajan accent. And she's constantly there doing things for the community. Always there at crop over. Yeah. She's done a lot for the people of Barbados. Um, nice. And it's yeah. not like very publicized. It's only when you really go there. Sometimes. She's their icon. She's on everything I've in Barbados. Like, you know how Drake is here in Toronto? Like, that's like everywhere. He's everywhere. Yeah. Same thing for that country. She's like... That's a great comparison, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, shout out to Riri, man. Uh, she's doing great things. Next one, Spotify raps. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's posting it. Everybody's talking about it. It's pretty interesting because... Um, Obviously, we could talk about it more, but it's like a, the funny thing I want to note here is that, like, you know, a lot of these, like, apps take our data and, you know, they usually just sell it to the marketing companies and make money on it. But Spotify did something cool. They took our data and they sold it, like, they presented it back to us in a cool way. And they got some, you know, great feedback because everybody's talking about it. Everybody's enjoying this thing. So other apps, other tech firms, take notes, man. Spotify's doing <laughs> it. 
Yeah, everybody loves the Spotify Rats. It's honestly, I was having a conversation with a friend today about music in general and sharing music and how personal it can be. Mm-hmm. And having something there that doesn't really provide a ton of context but does give a snapshot into a person's music taste is honestly very enlightening about a person like some people it tells you a lot about like you can kind of judge the person's likings and stuff like that well that's why they take a data and then kind of like sell it to marketing people so they can make these judgments right sure. at a higher level than you can as a human right so yeah like it's kind of cool you can actually tell what the hell's up with a person or what kind of things they like what kind of clothing they might like what kind of you know what I mean what kind of person they could be I think they did that like they, they had the aura um, the aura one is interesting yeah. right um, like, yeah like, what was your top artist guys oh mine was Pop Smoke Pop Smoke uh, Delgeet yeah. I said Delgeet like what am I saying I'm brown Delgeet uh, AP uh, Black Spelled, you know, spell six, yeah. six lakh. <laughs> spell six lakh, but it's called black. Yeah. A lot of black, um, a lot of Nav, a lot of um, Lil Wayne. Bro, yeah, I, I, you're yeah, 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 you're right. I'm just talking about in general, uh, what I listen to, but yeah. Oh, okay. I said, no, your turn, your turn. What's your My right? turn, it was uh, <laughs> uh, AP. Then I was on top right, he's like a uh, brown artist, that be artist. Um, killing yeah, it by he's the way. killing it right now. But I was shook with my result though. Like the reason being, I'm a huge Dave fan. He's a uh, he's a UK artist. I listen to his song lo- location literally like a lot every day. I that's on my playlist for yeah. sure. Right, I, and that wasn't even part of my top five. I was really shook. It's but, probably because like we share a Spotify account with our family and stuff like that too, and we share it too. So maybe that's why. Maybe yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah, but like, I was happy with my result because like, I saw like AP for sure. Like I listened to him a lot in the year for sure. Killing that. Yeah. What about you, Neil? Um, my my number one is extremely biased. So it's um, it's this composer called Leo Berenberg and somebody else. I think it's Zach Sherman or something like that. Basically, they composed the three seasons of soundtracks for Cobra Kai, which is a Netflix TV show. And I fucking love that show. I got super hooked on it at the beginning of the year and. The soundtrack is like a mix of 80s synthwave and 80s rock, and it, I don't know, it just hits different. So I had that on repeat, and that made them my number one <laughs> artist. That's all I listened to from them, and nice. they were number one. But following up behind that was Ed Sheeran at number two, Rise Against at number three, um, Drake at number four, and then Silverstein at number Damn, five. Damn, Drake number four for you? You listen yeah. to Drake like that? Yeah, I do like a lot of Drake, man. I'm a yeah, big I didn't get Drake on my list. I'm yeah, like, I was surprised yeah. you didn't get Drake on yeah, my list. Yeah, I didn't get Drake on my list. Yeah. I was surprised I didn't get, uh, what's his name, dude? I listened to a lot of Andrews, too. Um, Andrews is great. Yeah, uh, you listened to a lot of Andrews. Yeah, whatever. There's so many hours on this. I'm surprised uh, Heat Waves didn't show up on your top. Yeah. No, it didn't. <laughs> yo, yo, it was my number six. Number uh, six. It was my number six. That's yeah, yeah, the location for me. It's number six. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, the Spotify wrapped, honestly, was really cool. Um, but we were, look, today they popped up something called Spotify Blended. Have you, have you checked this out? No, no, no. Okay, so this came up on the front page today, and Sid and I were just dicking around 
making dinner. And I was like, yo, let's just do it. So what happens is you pick a friend, you invite them, they use your link, and then they immediately make another wrapped between you and your friend. And it compare it tells you how much what percentage music taste you have that's alike. Wow. Okay. And then like what like artists some, you both listen to and then and stuff like that. Exactly. And then at the end it makes you a blended playlist that shows you music that you've listened to, God, both listened yeah. to, music that one person's listened to, and music that another so person's smart. listened to. I love how Spotify is like using this and kinda like presenting it to back to the client customers, right? It's fucking it's so super, smart. super, super yeah. smart, yeah. Pretty interesting. We should make one guys for the uh, the, the whole uh, Lilt fam should Make their own playlist and see what we got in common. A lot of Drake, I'm sure. Sid and I have one, yeah. And I think Drake was our top artist that we uh, that we both had. Yeah, top common artist. Nice. Mm -hmm. Really cool though. Um, Great way to find music from and with like sharing music taste with your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've also done with a couple other people now, and some of the music that they've I found in that playlist never heard them talk about in my entire life. But very interesting. Found it that way, yeah. Super cool, dude. Yeah, definitely should do it. We're gonna do it as uh, the whole group of us. Um, Monik's not here, but we'll make Monik do it as well. What was their similarity percentage? Do you remember? Like mine and yours was seventy-two. Think of a percentage. Think of how similar your taste is. Which is honestly, that's the coolest yeah, part. That's the coolest <laughs> part. Yeah, yeah. No, I heard that. I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I want to know how, how similar I am with my friend in terms of music. Uh, that's pretty interesting. We should do one. Um, another Spotify. one, I think. Sponsor us. Yes, Spotify. <laughs> Sponsor us. Maybe. Uh, I'll give it two years. I'm hopeful. Spotify? Yeah. There, there are offices down the street. I'm just going to be like, yo, sponsor us. <laughs> man, Spotify. Po- Everybody's getting Spotify deals, man. Like, it's kind of crazy. We need a Spotify deal. Yeah, we so, need. We're so going to put it out in the universe. Man. Putting it out. Two, two years from now, Spotify. Two years. Let's say six months, bro. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, we need. Someone's ambitious. We need, we need to work hard for it, guys. Come on. We got to be consistent. Work hard for it. So when we get that million bucks... On Spotify, it's worth it. We earned it. You know, this is just the beginning, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. So, um, next one. I mean, we've heard people get canceled. We have heard companies get canceled. China's getting canceled. A whole ass country's getting canceled out here. Oh. <laughs> that's the weirdest way to put it. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about that? You guys know what I'm talking about? Um. It's the Olympics. Mean, oh yeah, the Olympic thing. Yes. Canada today, yeah, uh, said they're also canceling them. Yeah. So, the, so it's a diplomatic boycott. So I read it up into it. Um, the way a diplomatic boycott works is there's usually representatives who come from the country yes. that are there to support the athletes and. The boycott that Canada is now doing, and it's the, by the way, they're joining a couple other countries. The U.S. did this, I think, yesterday. UK. A couple of days. Yeah, U.K. Yeah. Um, they're still letting their athletes go, but again, they're not letting representatives go, so it's more so a... Oh, I see, I see. Oh, I thought it was more like, we're not even taking part in this thing. No, I think it's it's tough because a lot of these Olympic athletes, they train their whole lives for these experiences. Yeah, yeah. And to that's be taken out of the thing for political I'm reasons kidding. is really... Yeah, I'm glad it's not that, because that's what I thought it was initially. Who initiated that, though? Like, was it like more like Western world doing that? Or do you see a lot of Asian countries participating in that as well, or no? I'm not sure. I think it's the big ones that have really made the G7 difference. Is, the G7. Yeah. Okay, so the Westerns. Yeah, the UK, Plus, the like, US. European countries. European, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure people will catch on to that and kind of follow um, that trend. But they're all doing a diplomatic boycott, so it's oh, the yeah, athletes yeah, will still okay. be there okay. still competing. I'm, I'm happy to hear that, to be honest. Just because, like, 
yeah, from the athlete perspective, I think it's unfair. I but, agree. But, but yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to try a new segment. All right. And the whole purpose of this segment is when we do have a lot of um, guests come over, we'll make them do a little bit of um, showcase their talent a little bit to the, the viewers here, listeners here and us and just kind of have fun with this one. So this one's called Pass Me The Mic segment. Um, and just to start off today, I have something for you guys. Uh, I sometimes uh, write music, poetry, so I got something for the listeners and for you guys, I wrote something, so let me know how this goes, so pass me the mic, Sid. <laughs> Alright, so this goes like this, so sometimes I feel so misunderstood, in life I feel so misunderstood, sometimes I wish I really could tell everyone that I'm misunderstood, then I realize there's 7 billion of us. Plus, it's hard to count how many I trust. Ain't that messed up? Seven billion, not one I could trust. As I grow, I feel more trapped. Expectations rise. Freedom is less. Life seems like an ongoing test. As I move on to the next chapter of my life, welcome challenges, hope to survive. Not sure if I'm wrong or right, but if I ever get lost, please show me the light. God, show me the light. As I say this twice, an angel came down and hold me tight. Whispered in my ear, everything will be all right. Everything will be all right. Damn. Pretty good. What do you guys think about that? It just reminds Ooh. me of like, just how life works. It's a process. You gotta trust the process. That's what he's trying to tell me. That's what you got like, out of it? Yeah, just trust nice. the process. Like, like sometimes shit happens, but like, you know, just go through it. You'll figure it out. It will work out at the end of the day. Yeah. That's what I got out of it. Nice. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was you could use your repetition to really force home that point, especially like referencing back to the second time that you had to say it before you got show me the light or whatever. And then the angel coming in. I really yeah. like that. That in particular, great imagery there. Um, yeah. And Sid's right. Yeah, it talks about a lot of struggle. Um, being misunderstood sounds like a problem that a lot of people do mm-hmm. face, and mm-hmm. that's a great. I mean, that's a great piece of, I guess. Prose literature, I don't yeah. know. Poem. I, 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 it's a it's like poetry or like you know, um, you could say rap or poetry, whatever it is. But it's the whole purpose was to kind of. I just wrote it just because I wanted to. When I was writing, the whole thing was like I wanted to, it to be more of a storyline still, so people can imagine things too. They're like you know, I'm glad you said that because my whole purpose at the end was to finish it in a way that's like you can imagine it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you can imagine oh like oh god okay cool like I'm asking for help, but then the angel came down and hold me tight and say, everything will be all right. And that's how sometimes you feel, sometimes when you feel stuck in life and you're praying, oh, like, please like, give me a, show me something, show me a light, you know? And then you get that one opportunity and you're like, oh, that's your angel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, everything will be all right. I'll feel okay. On that note, you know, we're gonna end this episode and thank you for listening to us. Go follow us on TikTok and Instagram and thanks for the support, Nold family. Cheers. She like like what? She like like that. She like it like that. She like it like that.